looks fine. <laughs> Your hair looks fine. No, man. Here's my problem. <clears throat> my hair grows in a pot. Swaths? That's what I'm observing right now. Yeah, it's just swaths. It's <laughs> but the issue is my head is huge and kind of weirdly shaped. And it doesn't match very well. The hair growth, the shape of the hair, and the shape of my head, if I don't keep the sides down, I just I look like a clown. Sounds like a baby issue. Like, babies deal with this stuff, you know? They're the real issues. A, you just never outgrew it, man. You just <laughs> still got that weird head thing. I should have had one of those head shapers. I could have had a nice shaped head. Next life. Next life. <laughs> Do you want to go ahead and give us an intro? What are we doing here? No, okay. <clears throat> You are listening to Forging Employee Experience. I'm Alexander Norin, joined here by Josh Dreen, sporting a very fashionable beanie. My head is weird, too. <laughs> That's one way of solving the problem. Wear Just always cover it up. There you go. Listeners, thank you for joining us today on this Reforge episode, where we're going to talk a little bit about what Tamara Chandler told us today. Tamara Chandler, awesome discussion. Honestly, she has such a great fashion sense too. You know, we did an interview with her yeah, and I, I, I was color grading her slides. And as I was like moving the bars and I'm like adjusting all the colors, I was like, wow, she has a really good sense of like the colors that match her skin tones. Yeah. This is not something that you observe <laughs> unless you're like a videographer and you're editing videos and you're like, That's wow, so she, know, she knows how to pick the right shade of red that matches her skin tone perfectly. Well done. Well so. done. In addition to excellent fashion sense, she also has some great tips on feedback. I just want to first off say mm. it was pretty cool what happened in this episode. It was she asked us a question. Doesn't happen often. And and we did this like this like bonding moment, this law of reciprocity where it's like, mm -hmm. hey, you're sharing a story, we're all sharing a story and I was like, this is probably what she's talking about. This feeling right here of like we're sharing and it's positive and it's, it sounds like we're we're forward thinking on it and and dude we she yeah. gave us the perfect model in the podcast yeah and 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 we're we're being i think there's a little element of vulnerability there too right because mm -hmm. you have to say do you share we all share stories that um are important to us and could open us up to you know saying wow alexander your story is stupid which of, of course you would never say but i think sometimes in our minds we think oh i don't want to open up because of whatever somebody else might say. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that's great. So good. So feedback is not a dirty word. It's not. It is actually a, an extremely helpful thing as right. we focus on... When done properly. Yeah, I love how she didn't ever use that constructive criticism. Mm. I'm starting to hate that as a buzzword so too. It's like so constructive much. criticism is like, oh, say something mean that I should learn from. Yeah, it's an excuse for people to say so. You know, it's it's always yeah. along with the phrase, I'm just being honest, but and mm -hmm. then fill in the blank of mean, harsh criticism about someone or someone th something that you're trying to disguise as honesty or just an expression of how things speaking my truth. Uh, is often an excuse to just be mean about something. And I think that's the constructive criticism element as well. It's like, I'm just going to be negative. Yeah. <laughs> and what I loved about it is like, it needs, yes, an element of negativity maybe, but but like mostly positive. Right. It, and, and I think that just takes a little bit of reframing, yeah, right? It's absolutely. like, instead of looking at this individual as like, wow, you're bad, say like, 
I truly want to help you improve. And that's why I'm giving you this feedback rather right. than looking for a platform con to complain on. Yeah. And it's a learning pattern too, right? Because the first time you do it, the first time as we in the, in, in organizations are trying to do a better job at um, embracing this culture of feedback, what we have to realize is that it's a skill, much like any other skill. And so the first time we do it, it might be awkward, it might be clunky. Times two through 15 might be awkward, might be clunky. But as we continue to try and give and make feedback a positive thing, eventually in our groups, in our organizations, we will see that in time, um, it is having a positive effect on the organization. Yeah, so true. And I loved how she just made feedback such a central part of all of their consulting. You know, right. she went through the, the five rings and the, right. the two ribbons, which is leadership and change going through all the yep. rings. I was like, yep. Yep. that's pretty cool. And, and feedback is that vehicle that will help us do everything better. Everything better. You can't be successful without good feedback. I mean, mm -hmm. you just can't. You, you have to have you have to have a team it takes a village, right? And it's right. It takes a village that that metaphor works. That analogy works because the idea is that we're all in it together, giving each other feedback. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's huge. Yeah. Especially if like, you know, Tamara's a speaker, the keynote speakers work really hard on the message and the way they deliver the message. And there's just a lot of stuff when you're on stage that you're focusing on that it's really hard to be self-aware. And as you like watch through your footage or you ask people to help, you start to like break away all of these, these elements. Mm. You're like, Oh, I didn't know that. I like tap my foot incessantly. I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm saying ums everywhere. And it's, right. it's not so much about the, the thing that's even better is like, what's the overall impression that people are feeling when I'm up there? Like I'm being vulnerable, but do people feel like it comes across as being cocky or, mm. or, 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 or something that you just can't sense outright. It like, what if we could pull that feedback out and, and change a little bit? You, you can't become the best in the world at your job without feedback. Right. I think that's true. That's it. You can't, re you can't reach your potential without feedback. All mm -hmm. the meaningful events that we have in our lives are almost always connected with some feedback type event, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so, and, and, and so, so this being true, right. And I, I think we've experienced that before, but what's the problem. And I love how, how she, she, uh, she tried to tackle the big question of why are folks not doing this, um, which, which is tough, right? That's a really tough thing to, to try and address. But uh, some of the points that I love that she mentioned, she talked about this idea of inertia. Inertia. Yeah. Just that's how, that's how things have always been. That's how we're going to do it. This is how I became the boss in an old system and it worked for me. It should work for everybody else. And, and, and I think when we say that, it, it can kind of sound arrogant, but it's not really that arrogant, right? I sit here and I think, yeah, everything's great. I mean, it works for me. I, I, you know, I think, I think everything's good, you know? Um, and, and again, maybe that's a little center focused, self-focused, but I don't know that that's per se arrogant. Those people are bad. It's just how, how do we break that inertia? How do we say, listen, well, and that, that's the thing, right? We want to pivot. We want mm -hmm. to change, right. but man, that takes time because you got to stop what you're doing and it takes some time. Then you got to switch directions and then you've got to accelerate. I'm just running with the, the example here. Yeah. And, and then finally you're like at a good place, but that's right. like right. months and years down the road sometimes. Yeah. And, and, and so we're doing 80%. That's pretty good. Let's just keep going right. rather than we want to be hundred percent. Let's pivot because it's important. Right.
Right. Absolutely right. And so, so she talked about inertia and she, she briefly mentioned, uh, you know, uh, the idea of shareholder pressure potentially from, from executives being, being a tough reason to, you know, they're focused on other things. And then this idea of underestimating the value of humanity. Mm. I thought that was really interesting talking about this idea that sometimes we don't implement these change, you know, how we're, we don't want to do feedback. Cause what if people say mean things? Mm-hmm. You know? I, I think that's great. It's like, what if we didn't build the internet because there were going to be trolls on YouTube? Right. <laughs> a, a valid concern. Brilliant. Brilliant, Brilliant point. But what, uh, what other benefits are we missing out of in society because we're caught up in that, right. that mentality? So, so good. So yeah. good. We're tweeting that. Yeah. Yeah. You tweet yourself. Tweet yourself. <laughs> oh man, that was great. Well, again, everybody take a chance to listen to the, the podcast with Tamara. Please go check out her book um, and, and her website. She's, she's got a lot of great value to add um, to the space and we're really, really grateful that we had her on the show. So, uh, and that, that wraps it up today for the Reforge episode. That's right. We actually just posted a video talking a little bit about how to create purpose at work. And Tamara is one of our guests on that video. If you guys want to check it out, go to forging.com. We've got our video series right there. Sign up. Check it out. Catch you later.